0: Direct from Music City, this is Live from Nashville.
1: The first thing I remember knowing Was a lonesome whistle blowing And a youngin's dream of growing up to ride On a freight train leaving town not knowing where I'm bound And no one could change my mind But Mama tried The one and only rebel child From a family meek and mild My Mama seemed to know what lay in store of all my Sunday learning Towards the bad I kept on turning Till Mama couldn't hold me anymore and I turned 20 One in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But Mama tried Mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause Mama tried Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried.
0: Well, good Saturday from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me is my co-host, my wife, the lovely Mary Kay. Hey, Mary Kay.
2: Hey honey, how
0: are you? I am doing fine. Doing fine. So we kick things <laughs> off today with Merle Haggard and his wonderful song Mama Tried, and they just had a tribute show at the Grand Ole Opry this past week oh, for Merle that's Haggard. Right. So, yeah, what right. a what a great show it was with some amazing artists, but he was just mm-hmm. an absolutely fantastic performer and greatly greatly missed still. We have a wonderful show today coming our audience's way. So do you know who's going to be joining us today, my dear?
2: I I do. We've got Christy Kalin calling in from Texas, I presume. And also we've got a very special guest, Donnie Winters, who will be joining us in the second half of our show.
0: All right. So we're looking forward to talking with Christy. And the legendary Donnie Wetters will be on in the second half yeah. of the show, so we're looking forward to visiting with both of them. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Christy Kalin. It's called "Somewhere Out in Texas." We'll be right back to visit with her today on Live from Nashville. <laughs>
3: are chasing me And tonight
2: Wonderful, wonderful song. You know, um, Gary and I are so excited to share with you today, I think, one of the very best female vocalists that we've had on our show. Um, We have today with us Christy Kalen, and um, she has a brand new album out, and her new album is called Honky Tonks and Heartaches. She is a 2021 Academy of Western Music um, Female Vocalist of the Year, and Christy has been inducted into the CMA of Texas Hall of Fame. Um, Christy, we're so excited to hear stories. Welcome to live from Nashville. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great.
4: It's so good oh, to be on hey, the Christy. show today. Hey, well, how are you guys doing?
0: Good, good. So You're I hear, awesome. I hear that you can fry an egg on the hood of your car out in Texas right now. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. <laughs> who needs a Who needs a grill when you have a hood <laughs> or a sidewalk? Oh
0: <laughs> uh, gosh, man! Yeah, where is this they going to stop? You know.
4: I, who knows? I bet. I bet we have a really hot winter.
2: So. <laughs>
0: Could, so be. Anyway. Could be. Could be. Hey, you well, know so, you were so playing happy, that. Have you?
2: Oh,
4: I'm so glad to be on your show, and I'm I'm so grateful and thankful to you both for for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here today.
0: Now you started to say something about that song that we just played.
4: Oh, somewhere out in Texas, yes, um, and I am. I'm I'm out in Fort Worth, Texas, so uh, that's I, I make my home. So. Yeah, yeah, Fort Worth. You know, that's that's where the West began. In
2: case you didn't know that, so (laughs) Um,
0: I have to say because of Tennessee, though I I do have to say because of Tennessee, yes, Sam Houston, hadn't been Sam Houston and David Crockett, you know, there would be no Texas. All right, go ahead, that's
2: right,
4: Tennessee and
2: Texas, yeah,
4: carry on now. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Oh, now you know, that song, um, I, I absolutely love that song, and it you know, it talks about. Bob Wills, you know, they're dancing to a Bob Wills song, and I was my first appearance on was live on KGMAM radio in the Stockyards here in Fort Worth, and I was two years old. My my dad had had a band, and so he he oh, wow. on stage with, yeah. So I grew up, you know, in the country music world, traditional country music, and we had a uh, you know Southern gospel and. Uh, bluegrass in our family as well, and so, but he uh, he put me on stage with we were live with Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys, oh, my goodness. and oh, I wow. was singing ro- "Roly Poly" holding onto his leg at two years old. So you know, I, I can't. I'm like, Who, you can't even talk
2: at two years old, you know. So. Oh gosh. <laughs> Much less sing. Wow. but Yeah. You know, I, I thought of that story. I had read it in your bio, and when you mentioned Bob Wilson, the song, I thought, Yeah, there's that connection there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't write that song. That song was um, that was written by Ray Pennington, and you know, of course, Ray Price recorded it. Curtis Potter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sh- I'm sure there's some other indie artists. You know, that have cut it as well. but I just, I love that song, you know, it just, yeah, yeah, everything about me, you
0: know, so. Well, it was a great way to start the show today. And, uh, and and by the way, since you mentioned Fort Worth, uh, our sympathies go out, they just had that tremendous fire out there at the Cadillac Bar. And, uh, have you been able to get down there to see that? Have you, have you seen
4: I have not yet, but it's, you know, there's, there are pictures posted everywhere and there's, you know, stories and just devastating. But you know what, you guys, I, I read that and how that happened, I don't know, but it, they, it didn't burn to the ground. It just kind of gutted it, but, but the inside down in the Cadillac inside the bar was just from, just had smoke, um, and water and water damage. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. everything else is still sitting. You know, I mean, still in place, which was pretty amazing to me.
0: Well, it yeah. is amazing, and the and the cool thing was is that uh, he said if it was structurally sound, they would be back. So
4: that's oh, something I, to look yeah.
0: forward to. I think that was built yeah. in around 1908 or thereabouts, if I'm not mistaken. It's the old
4: yes, it's the oldest building in the stockyard.
2: Which
0: yeah. is kind of yeah.
4: hard to believe because you you look at all of them and you're like wow they're you know I used to play it at, at Pearl's Dance Hall which is just um right up right up the street right up uh, Exchange and um and Pearl's Dance Hall was just I I don't know if you guys have ever been there but uh, of course it's it's since closed um, but it, it changed hands a lot but Pearl's Dance Hall and Saloon was a really fun place to play. It was small, but every art, you know, Johnny Bush, um, all the, you know, Texas artists, Leona Williams, and, you know, everybody played there, and it just was, it was a home for me. Um, I was, I played there a lot, and so, and that, so Mm. it's kind of, you know, with with the, that not being there, and then this happening with, with Cadillac Bar, and it's just, it's really sad.
0: Yes. Well, it is, and it's it is. it's so sad to to see uh, so many historic buildings that are lost, whether it's in Fort Worth or you know Music Row in Nashville, and and uh,
5: right.
0: they say that that's progress, but I don't know that it is. You know, huh. I'm not sure that it is wow. progress. But yeah. uh, anyway, we want to find out more about your growing up from two uh-huh. years old playing with Bob Wilson singing Uh uh, Uh roly-poly how you decided to get into music you know full time but before we do that let's take a listen to another song from the album Honky Talks and Heartaches it's called Wild Side of Life and we'll be back and talk more with Christy Kalen today in just a moment on Live from Nashville
2: Thompson tribute there. Yes, yes, it is.
4: Uh, Chuck Hancock, uh, who produced this album, he he went back and and rewrote that song in third person. And so it's kind of neat how you know no one else has that version. And Hank and in, in his uh, widow and I was super close to them, super super close. And and I you know performed several shows with Hank and. Um, But, you know, and he passed away. And and then um, I was really a big part in in Anne's life. And and up until just this past, this year, she passed away. And so we lost her. But Mm. I did a, yeah, so it was kind of a tribute, you know, to, to her and, and to Hank as well. So I think, I think Hank would be very proud that that we rewrote it.
0: (laughs) I think you would. I think
2: so. I think Uh you would. I think so. You know, uh, um, you were talking a little bit about your start in music, and, you know, Uh reading through your bio, you've been able to work with a lot, a lot of amazing artists, and you've you've worked, you know, really internationally, all over the world. Uh Uh-huh. And you, you were mentioning Hank Thompson, and I guess I'm mentioning all this because, I think in a music career when you start out you don't realize that you are living history and as you as you go along in your career and people pass and you know you have you have these experiences starting to accumulate you realize how precious every
0: uh-huh. every Absolutely. event
2: is do you right, do you yeah. feel like in this latest album that you that your travels and the people and the artists you've worked with it, how do you think that they've affected this new album?
4: Oh, well, I mean, I, this, all these artists, you know, like, like we were saying, you know, that's, that's in my bio here and who I've worked with, um, you know, they're, they're still like Joe Stampley and Mo Bandy and um, you know, some of the, a lot of them have passed on and I'm glad I'm, I'm so so honored and and thankful and grateful to carry the torch, you know, and uh, but like you know, there there are several of these artists that are still out there performing, and I'm just I, I love you know traditional country music is is my passion and my my love, and that's what I grew up on, and so I'm you know I'm carrying on my dad's you know uh, his. I'm carrying his torch as well, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and he played and, you know, he played all the honky tonks around Texas and, and traveled, and he had the opportunity to, to go out with Johnny Duncan. and He and Johnny were, were really good, good buddies. And, and so, but he didn't, you know, want to leave my sister and I. And, and so he just chose to, to stay around, but he made a, he made a name for himself, you know, in, in Texas, and um, of course, we've since lost him. He passed in, in 1999 at age 55 of a massive. Oh object. wow!
0: I'm sorry. Wow.
4: Very yeah. Cool. And yes. And so we were doing a show. We were getting ready to do a show that week, and and we were uh, writing a song called "This House Is Upside Down." I was going through a, a a divorce in my life at that time, and so we were writing a song called "This House Is Upside Down," and uh, we didn't get to finish it, and so I, I never did finish it, and it's still kind oh, wow. of just pushed back in the archives. But, uh, but yeah, all these artists are just, you know, with Gene Watson and, um, gosh, like I said, Joe Sampling, Mo Bandy, you know, Patty Loveless. My gosh, it just doesn't get any better mm-hmm. than Patty Loveless. And Willie Nelson, you know, he's still going strong, going
0: strong.
4: So <laughs> he is, isn't Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Oh my
0: goodness. But well, I have a question. What? So, uh, oh, sure. when did you decide, or did you ever decide to make music your career, or was it just something that happened? I mean, you were in, um, you were, your family was in it, you know
2: yeah yeah I had a huge uh i have a
4: huge musical family and um so I just you know i grew up in it i grew up in in country music and bluegrass and gospel, and it just was born and bred into me and i believe um, I was told even when I was uh just little bitty learning to walk you know in a walker my I would go around. Humming and singing, do do do, looking out my back door, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, and my dad, you know, like we we were saying, my dad had a band, and so I um, would play with him some. You know, I got into in, into my high school. You know, I was country when country wasn't cool. You know, I lived one well, Cool, fall.
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah.
4: wasn't cool, and I dated the quarterback of our football team who had a rock band and I was in a country band. So we were kind of like the Donnie Osmond, you know, um Donnie Marie Osmond <laughs> <laughs> yeah song. So uh, I'm a little bit country and he's a little bit rock and roll. But a lot of a lot of my friends, I don't know why um a lot of them don't even uh, didn't even know that I was traveling and playing, you know, with my dad's band. Right. And it's just really funny until, you know, years later when I had my first CD release party and they all came out and they're like, wow, we didn't even know, you know, that you're, we knew that you sang and all that, but we had no idea you were out. There. No idea. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think, well, you know, it just, is just always been, you know, my, my dad would have his rehearsals, band rehearsals at the house and my sister and I would just, we'd go to sleep to the beating of the drum, you know, it was, right there in your ears you know (laughs) but it just you know i think that that's just what the good lord um has blessed me with and and that's what i'm supposed to be doing and that's what i'm here doing so
0: there you go go. kind of kind of, uh, kind of uh interesting christy because our next guest uh donnie winters uh, and I don't uh-huh. know if you're familiar with Donnie and the Winters Brothers band, but Donnie's uh-huh. grandfather was Pop Winters, and uh, and he was a performer. And his daddy uh-huh. was Don Winters, who toured with Marty Robbins, and he was a performer. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, My family goodness. family runs deep. I mean, you know, music yeah. runs deep in these families. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yours are Donnie's, and. I don't know if you ever uh, have a choice to go do something else, you I, know. It's well
2: that's that's just right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my dad's band it was uh his name was Daryl Moore and it was Daryl Moore and the Country Kings. And then then later on in the years he uh changed it to Taste of Texas. And so okay. when he passed I I took on his band name, so it's Christy Kalen and Taste of Texas and I've held that name, you know, for twenty four years. And so, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of it. You know, I'm proud to carry the torch and, you know, we were, you were saying about Donnie, he, my father, if you walk into a room with your back turned to the, to the band, you would thought you would think that you were listening to Marty Robbins and he sounded just like, Oh, him wow. Would get wow. standing ovations everywhere he went and,
0: just you know, even
4: at his funeral, they played "Don't Worry About Me," and, oh, wow. uh, and and it was just so haunting because it it just seemed you know you could hear my dad and Marty's voice you know Marty singing oh, that wow. song. So yeah, but, uh, but yeah, we had you know amazing. we we had huge family reunions and people would come from mile big. We'd camp out on the river and we'd have all these big. Um, big gatherings and people would come for miles just to listen to my my dad and his band play. So, oh, yeah, I mean it's it's in my blood, you know. <laughs> so I don't think yeah it is. <laughs> I'll never stop singing. I'll never uh, gosh. Uh, never stop. So it's just it's what I do, what I love to
0: do. Well, there is another legend that you have mentioned a little bit earlier, and yeah. uh, that is Leona Williams. So how did Um, did you two meet and get together?
4: She's my favorite. Well, you know, going back to Pearl's Dance Hall and, um, and Leona, her and her band would play there quite a bit. And I just got to know her and we just, you know, she's just become a very, very dear friend. and, And I absolutely love, love, love her music. She knows that she's, She's my favorite, and (laughs) and I I make that known. She is amazing. She really is. She's just she's going strong. You know, she's just she just released a new album that Chuck Chuck produced on her. Chuck Hancock produced on her. Oh, that's great. Oh, and it's it's a fantastic album, and her voice is just amazing. And uh, you know, we were uh, I was out here out in. and I'm trying to think what I'm saying here. I was in Nashville and I was recording okay. their, this, this Honky Tonks and Heartache album. And uh, I was in the parking lot walking in and Leona was leaving. And I said, Hey, Leona, I said, I'm about to record Yes, ma'am. And she said, Oh, you are? And I said, Yes. And she said, I, I, said, I would love for you to sing on it. And she said, I would love to. And I, I said, Well, I'm doing it right now. She says, Right now? And I said, "Yeah, right now."
5: <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: so she came in, and um, I wanted her to sing a lot more than what what she did. But gosh, I was just so beyond thrilled that she she was on that on that song. But she comes in on the end of it, and it's just I love it. I really do. I love I it. It's one of my favorite songs on that record. Great. Story, yeah it, you you know yeah. i was i was singing that song a lot you know I, and and when i'd play you know in the honky tonks and of course i would never sing it when when she was around and we were sharing the stage together because <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> you, you know i always say that you you can't carry that person's socks and i couldn't carry Leo Donovan's socks so <laughs> oh okay. uh, gosh
0: yeah. anyway Well, this is from the album Honky Talks, Honky Tonks, and Heartaches. It's Yes, Ma'am, with Christy Kalen and Leona Williams. We'll be right back. And spent a number of years In this town So did you ever uh, make the move to Nashville
4: I never made The like a permanent move To Nashville but I have spent A lot of time in Nashville And uh, just My two albums Prior to this one you know spent a lot of time um, In Nashville working on you know Songs and recordings and And all that the, my album prior to this one Was recorded in in here in Fort Worth, but okay. I did spend a lot of time, a lot of time in Nashville with Darlene Austin and uh, lots of others, you know, just trying to, trying to get it, get it together. So anyway, but no, I, I never did make that, that move. And I, I wish I had of. I really do. Um,
0: oh really? You know,
4: I, I do. I Nashville is like a home away from home. You know, when it's just, there's something about when you, when you pull in you see the Batman building. Well <laughs> 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 you you're like, I have arrived, you know, I've I've made I it. Have home, arrived. Yeah. <laughs> I have oh arrived. Gosh. Welcome home. So yeah. but I just I, I do, I love Nashville and, and uh i I've met a lot of great folks in Nashville and and just um but uh, maybe someday. Maybe
0: someday. Well, you know, it's it's the the music scene in Texas is awesome, and it really uh, is. and so we've got a lot of friends that have have come from Texas and they've moved to Nashville and then they've gone back to Texas or or, or back. I know yeah. I've got several friends that have spent seventeen, eighteen years in Nashville and they've gone back. And uh, oh, we've yeah. got a guest that's guest that's uh, going to be on the show uh, was just on the show that um, was in Nashville for a number of years, and he now is living in Texas, you know.
4: So, oh, wow. Well,
0: talk to us about the know, music that... scene in Texas. Talk to us well, a little bit about I mean, the music scene in Texas.
4: It, there, you know, there's some different genres of music here in Texas, and, you know, one is what they call red dirt. Um, right. And it's, yeah, and I'm sure you're familiar with that, and that's like the, the Pat Green, um, uh, sound and which is great, you know, and it's, it's really big here and there, uh, Texas is, um, really hopping with that, but there are still a lot of, um, I guess you might say, and uh, honky tonks or, or dance halls, you know, still, still around. Mm. Now, in, in, as far as Fort Worth, you know, you have the stagecoach, you have the Longhorn Ballroom, and, or Longhorn and, uh, Saloon and Stockyards. And you still have Billy Bob's, of course, uh, the world's largest honky-tonk. But, uh, <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> but you know, down in South Texas, there are a lot of of dance halls, and Green Hall being the oldest dance hall. And do you know where that is? Where Green Hall is? I do is? not.
0: Where is no. Where is Green Hall?
4: Green Hall. Well, it's in Green. It's it's German, so it's spelled G R U E N E.
2: Okay. Oh, I thought that was Gruen. You so thought what? I have heard of it, but I was mispronouncing it. Yeah,
4: yeah, but it is the oldest dance hall in Texas. It's down um, in New Braunfels, Texas. Okay. Uh okay. Which is just yeah Austin, San Antonio, um, San Marcos area on the Guadalupe River is, is where it right, hits. And so yeah, and I've played there, um, several times and and I think every every artist you can think of, you know, back in the day played there. George Straight, matter of fact, got his his uh, first appearance I think was there or got his start oh, there.
0: Goodness. So yeah, yeah
4: but but there are uh, yeah like i said there the the music scene is big here in texas it is huge yeah yeah so um but you know with with my you know kind of music the traditional country music it's it's um kind of getting you know thinned out but you know there's several of us indie artists that are carrying the torch still you know and um, and they say that it's going to come back around full time. And
0: oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so. actually I'm starting to see some of that where there is more of the traditional music that's being performed, and more young artists that are performing yeah. traditional yep. uh, music. And so that's that's kind of a cool deal. But uh, yeah, you have a fantastic sound. And yes. we're going to yeah. get uh, A little bit more of this Before this show is over today And uh, take me back Tell me a little bit about this song
4: Take me back Well that was written by Chuck Hancock And uh, I know I speak of Chuck a lot But he he um, Produced the album And it was recorded at um, SMS Studios in, in Nashville with Mike Shrimp As the engineer behind the board And um Chuck is a, a singer-songwriter from he's from Texas. And but he's lived in Georgia for I don't know how many years for a really long time so he makes his home in in Georgia. And um he's he's a great songwriter and he wrote that song Take Me Back and and I just when I first heard it I said I have to record that song. And and it it's just a good old honky-tonk shuffle tune and he knows it that that I live and breathe that. So he, <laughs> you're <he's> so good <laughs> at it. Too.
0: Well, let's Thank take you. a listen to Take Me Back, okay. We'll Be Back in just a moment.
4: All right. From the day that I first met you, you were
3: single thing I've done
2: Um thank you. you know, it's just your vocal style is is it's perfect for the music <laughs> well, that you're singing. And I, I think that as a as a vocalist, listening to you sing, it's just it's fun to hear someone who just does such a beautiful job. uh well thank you. And you
4: know, I have so much fun singing on and and I'm when I s when I perform live I'm just I'm kind of all over the stage, you know, and I'm bouncing, <laughs> yes. you know, capping that foot, you know, and I, I'm just, I'm so into the music and, you know, I, you know, everyone loves music,
2: right? And that's what makes the world go right. around. AD. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Your,
2: your music is so danceable. It's like, you, I can see the room, you know, everybody dancing, oh, having a great yeah. time. Yeah. So um, you're representing the
4: state of Texas very, very well. It's for sure. Well, thank you, thank you. You know, yeah. Going back to the the honky tonks and 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 um, the the halls, the dance halls, they just they stay packed. You know, people love they 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 still love that kind of music, and they mm-hmm. it it's just timeless. I don't think any I don't think it'll ever go away. You know, I mean it's people say that that it will, you know, with the new music that's out now and but it's just it's timeless and it's just, it's not I don't think it's going anywhere, you know.
0: So, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah
4: <laughs> You know, not well, when you to to,
0: When are you coming to Nashville? When you when you can be oh, performing gosh. in Nashville. Yeah.
4: Well, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, I'm I'm working on trying to get some new music and and that's that's kind of taken up a lot of my time and just getting songs together for that, for a, a new gospel album and uh, country gospel album. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah, and I got to get some Christmas stuff out there. So, you know, that's that time of year. You got to get that done. Busy so, girl. Busy you know, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just, it. you know, I was coming out to perform on the Music City Hayride at the Troubadour, and I've been a guest a couple of times on that show, and I'm just not able to make it out um, this month, and so, um, but hopefully next year I'll be back out and can perform for that show and do some other things, so...
0: Well, you have uh, you have two friends right down the road from the Grand Ole Opry House, so you are welcome yeah. to come visit with us, and we'll buy you dinner. Yeah. Definitely. A of coffee.
4: Oh, well, thank you. I would love that. <laughs> love nothing more than to come have dinner with you, you
0: guys. That would so. be fun. Well, tell yeah. the audience that's listening around the world how they can find you. Give us a website and how they can get hold of your music and follow your tour schedule.
4: Okay, well, you can go to christykalyn.com, and that's K-R-I-S-T-I-K-A-L-Y-N, at uh, christykalyn.com. Or you can, I'm on all the musical platforms, so iTunes, um, uh, YouTube, Spotify, all all the musical platforms. So you can find my music there, or you can um, contact me through the website.
0: All right. Well, we look forward to actually seeing you dance around okay. on the stage and, uh, <laughs> and and having us do a little foot stomping. So that's going to be a whole lot right. of fun. there you go. Let's <laughs> yeah, Let's and look do. forward to seeing you in Albuquerque later this year, too. Yes. So that will be a lot yes. of fun I'm as well.
4: Yeah, I'm excited about getting out there and, and meeting a lot of folks and making new friends and then uh, meet you guys in person. Yes. I'm and looking we'll be forward there to that. to you on for your showcase. Looking yeah. forward
0: to that. Well, we're well, going to close out this segment with another great song from Honky Tonks and Heartaches. It's called "Can't Make It Past Your Memory." Anything you want to tell us about this, Christy? Before we go,
4: well, that's another Chuck Hancock song. You know, I mean, he he's such a I got to meet this guy. Writer. He's talented. I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. you do need to meet Chuck. Yes, uh, and he's you know that that man's won more uh, awards in his uh, gospel Christian music than any other artist that I know. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, and he's he's got a lot lot of hit songs, and he just writes such a powerful, I mean, it's just such a powerful methodical force, you know. But and we don't we often don't hear about the writers behind the songs and you know and, and that's that they're the ones that that make that song and, and bring it to life you know that's yeah. right
0: that's right but he, if but if he, you don't have is, a song he, you can't sing it so that's right
4: that's right you can't sing it that's right so but yeah he he wrote that song can't make it past your memory and i can resonate you know and uh, i uh, hopefully the audience resonates with all of these songs on this album because i have lived it you know, and I've experienced all these songs, and I'm, you know, I may not have written them, but uh, but that is one really good song, and I'm I'm proud to have Chuck's songs on on my album, and he did such a great job producing it. And he's just he's just the all around.
0: Well, it is a great album, honky tonks and heartaches. Christy Kalin has been our very special guest. And let's take a listen to the camp. Make it past your memory. Christy, thanks so much for being with us today.
4: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Christy.
3: I can make it through the day, even I am over you The truth is I...
0: today on Live from Nashville.
3: Shotgun rider. Shotgun I'm a shotgun rider
0: special guest for this last segment of Live from Nashville today. Donnie is a legend in the Western music, not Western music world, but the music world, and uh, comes from a long, long family history of music. So, Donnie, welcome to the show.
6: Oh, well, it's a pleasure to be here, Gary.
0: Well, we're That's looking right. forward to having you on for a while, so glad to have you with us. Yes. Yeah. Well,
6: I'm I'm proud so, to be here
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about your family history Because this goes back at least three generations Counting you
6: Oh yeah, my grand my grandfather had a band in Miami When I was just, uh, a matter of fact, before I was born And uh, up till I was about three years old Called Pop Winners and the Southern Strollers My dad wow. Oh, I love that name mom, Oh yeah and they were pretty popular in the Miami area. Uh, my dad and my Uncle Zach, uh, who was married to my dad's sister, uh, they were in the band along with some other family members. My, my dad's sister, Rita Robbins, she was, uh, that was her stage name. Rita Winters was her given name. And uh, she was one of the vocalists. Uh, and like I said, they played all over. You know, uh, South Florida, I'll say. Okay. And uh, when my my grandfather passed away in 1953, uh, all the people that he knew and family members, they told him that he needed to come to Nashville. And uh, so he packed the family up, uh, what was our family at the time, and moved us all up here. And they said, we've been here since... Uh, it late 53 or early 54,
0: 1950. Oh, wow. And wow.
6: Uh, Dad recorded for a local label when he first got here and had a, a rockabilly hit called uh, Pretty Moon. And the other side was Be My Baby, Baby. And uh, and after that, he went to RCA Victor and uh, recorded with Chet Atkins, was his producer, and had several singles. He and uh, my Aunt Reva did some duets on RCA Victor uh, while they were there. And then uh, after that, we moved back to Florida for about six months. And then uh, while he was down there, he he was singing in a club after, and he had a regular day job at that point. But uh, on the weekend nights he would sing at a local club down there that would host uh, some Nashville acts. And just about everybody that came, uh, he knew from his uh, performances on the Grand Ole Opry uh, before we moved back to Florida. Oh, wow. And uh, he got a job singing Harmony with Webb Pierce, and that's what brought us back to Nashville. And he was with Webb for about six months, and he was at uh, the Opry one night, and my Marty Robbins walked up to him and told him, says, Don, if you weren't doing so well on your own, I'd ask you to come go to work with me. And my dad looked <laughs> at him and said, When do I start? Yeah. And that was that was the beginning of the the history with my dad and Marty Robbins. Oh wow. And
4: well uh, well, wow, wow.
6: After uh, when my brother and I, after we graduated high school, of course we started playing music early, but just uh amateur you know uh, talent shows and things of that nature. But after we right. got out of high school, we started checking out maybe the possibility of starting our own band while we yeah. really enjoyed uh, the southern music that was coming out of Georgia, like the Almond Brothers and the Marshall Tucker from uh, South Carolina. Uh, Whit Willie from uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, all the, the great southern rock bands, because most of them still had, they may be playing more rock and music, but when they opened their mouth, it was country music. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, Marshall Tucker and Charlie Daniels especially, you know, they still had that twang, and that's what attracted us. You know, because we were young, and we liked rock and roll, too, but the, yeah. the fact that they, they sounded more country uh, is what attracted us to that. And uh, so we we hooked up with Charlie Daniels, and we wanted him to produce our first album for us, but he had just had uh, Fire on the Mountain had just came out, and he oh, was having wow. to do a lot of radio promotion tours. And he said that he was afraid he wouldn't have enough time to devote to uh, producing an album for us. But he he uh, turned us on to his keyboard player, uh, Joel Taz Gregorio, And uh, Taz whipped us into shape, uh, taught us how to perform live and confidently, you know, it was like uh, because there's a lot of times when uh your monitors may go out and you, right. you can't stop. You know, you still need to right. uh perform like like you know what yeah. you're doing. And your uh, so
2: stagecraft. Yeah.
6: Exactly. And uh that's what he did the most for us was get us to where we could perform confidently under any circumstances. You know, whether the lights went out, you know, we still mm-hmm. uh and we used to rehearse about eight hours a day, about three or four days a week wow. out of oh, wow. uh, out of my dad's place in Franklin. And uh yeah, next thing you know, uh we're opening shows for Charlie Daniels and uh we went to Macon, Georgia and recorded at Capricorn Studios, which is one of our goals. And uh, yeah. got uh, to meet and, um, some of the great producers and engineers that we admire down there, and uh, not to mention Phil Walden and uh, all the people he was involved with. It was it was great, it was a great experience.
0: Wow, wow. You know, those well, that's, are, that's, those those are the
2: experiences that's... that. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave.
0: No, I was just going to say that's just pretty wow. amazing. How old were you at, at that time? I mean, were you just out of high school?
6: Well, we were in our early twenties. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, you know, when we first started touring, we were probably twenty-three. You know, and then by the time we got out, started opening shows for Charlie Daniels, we were twenty-four, twenty-five
0: you know babies still babies yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, still babies
6: the fact that we've been around Marty Robbins and my dad and and had you know some really great uh business education from uh friends of theirs and uh, and that association too that we we felt like and we we were actually raised backstage at the Grand Ole Opry um, Amazing. Uh, our dad used to take us every chance that that he could. And uh, we got to watch these, you know, Grendel Opry acts perform, you know. And wow. uh, we had our favorites among them all, you know. And uh, definitely Marty Robbins. And then um, well, some of my favorites was Ray Price, of course, Baron Young. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess my all-time favorite, though, was Jumpin' Bill Carlisle. Hey,
0: he wow. was my Elvis. <laughs> wow. I love wow. wow! 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 I mean, wow! <laughs> well, hey, let's yeah. let's uh let's get to some music and come back and talk more. I mean, this is like a living history lesson today that we're going through. Yeah, I do. But uh, let's let's take a listen. to Cowboys go down brave. This is Donnie Winters. We'll be back in just a moment on live from Nashville. I'm- I'm-
6: Here in Texas Staring at a mesquite tree
3: Thinking about that woman I left back home in Tennessee Rodeo starts tomorrow I've done paid my entry fee Hope draws a bucking horse That takes good care of me Cause if I die tomorrow And they lay me in my grave
6: Just right on my tombstone cowboy. Go down, brave
3: Cowboys. Go down, brave. Mm -hmm. Rodeos don't come easy. It wears me to the ball times leave me left with nothing less than my pride to take back home. There ain't a whole lot of money to carry on home to my honey, but she understands Another shot of courage, take another pill for the pain, and remember my theme song Cowboys Go Down Brave. Cowboys Go Down Brave. If I die tomorrow, and they lay me in my grave just right on my tombstone, cowboys go down brave. Cowboys go.
2: Cowboys Go Down Brave. I love the production on that song, Donnie. What's the story behind it? Well, thank you.
6: Well, actually, believe it or not, the song started out just as a vocal and guitar. And uh, I had bass added, and then I had a a steel player put his parts, and then I put uh, the uh, acoustic guitar leads in. Uh, We didn't use any drums on that, believe it or not.
2: You know, I really love the string pads on that too. You know, I don't know why string pads are not used more often in in country music anymore. I mean, back in the '70s, they were used quite a bit. Oh yeah.
6: Well, like I said, that's where I come from. I'm most, I am most <laughs> country. So whenever I, I call my steel players, there's there's one guy, Mike Daly. Uh, who plays with Hank Jr. Uh, and Travis Tritt, I think. Uh, but he, he is my go-to steel guitar player. But when I went and I needed some final overdubs on my CD here, he wasn't available. So I had to reach out to a couple of guys that I, I really wasn't familiar with, but they did a fine job, too.
2: That's great. And, uh, yeah. Very nice.
6: Uh, I'll have to open the point of my CDs to to take you the name. <laughs>
2: you know, I wanna encourage our listening audience to go to Donnie Winter's website. Your pictures on there of your um of your oh, band's yeah. history. Oh, so many great pictures on there.
5: Oh yeah. And I
2: noticed that there's even a book of pictures on your merch um in your merch store that your wife has done of backstage some really Her dad cool. was a, a
6: news photographer here in Nashville for many years. And uh so she kinda took to that. And when uh she and I hooked up and started dating and then uh later got married, uh she was not shy about taking pictures and uh just about <laughs> all all of our gigs that she could go to. And uh finally after a while she decided to to make a book of all her photographs, and uh, that's just one of them. She, she also put out a, a book of her dad's photographs, too. Oh,
0: wow. Uh, yeah. So, Donnie, how did, how did you and Paula meet? How did you and Paula meet?
6: We were living in Franklin at the time uh, across the road, across Wilson Pike, from Marty's Marty's place. Okay. And my uh, Marty's steel guitar player Bill Johnson. Uh his wife and I'm I'm having a senior moment. I can't Jackie. That was her <laughs> name. And, okay. Uh, I have and a lot of those senior can, moments. It's it's slow yes. but but it but it, it functions. But it can <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> He was in town, and Paula had been dating their their son, Chris. And uh, so anyway, um, my mom and Chris's mom, Bill Johnson's wife, uh, were going to get together because they hadn't seen each other in a little while. And so anyway, Chris and Paula came out, and that's the first time I met her, is when she came out with them. And then after that, we, we started dating because they – they weren't actually dating at the time, but they were still friends.
5: Okay. You know how that
6: goes, you know? (laughs) Right. But anyway, uh, so I said, when we dated off and on for about five years and then finally one night I I was on the road and I called her up about four or five o'clock in the morning. i had been up all night (laughs) and I asked her (laughs) if she would marry me. She says, well, I'll give you a couple weeks to sober up, and then you can ask me again. So, so I did, and I
5: asked her
6: again. We, we got married on June eighth, 1980, and we just celebrated our 43rd wedding anniversary.
0: Oh, wow. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh, That's great. God. That's a great story. That is a great story. Well, I like it's to find out a lot life. of times. You know, when I know a couple, I like to find out how they how they got married. And Paula is a lovely, lovely person. It's always great to always oh, great to get to great. see her out. So anyway, well, well, no, well I want to get it. to another song, uh, and this okay. one, Donnie, is Rosita. Tell us about Rosita.
6: Well, as I, I guess your listeners don't know, but my dad went to work with Marty Robbins, as I said earlier in May of 1960. And uh through that association I I grew a strong appreciation for cowboy music. I'd just always been okay. drawn and when he first went to work with Marty Robbins, I I went crazy cuz I loved El Paso. It was all over the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. uh after that and not to mention when I was younger on Saturday mornings what they would have uh, Gene Autry and Roy Rogers would alternate, you know, one on one week and then one on the other. And Ben right. uh, May had the Sons of the Pioneers or Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage with Gene Autry most of the time. Right. And uh, and then later on, you know, I started discovering more and more uh, actual cowboy singers. You know, they and and I loved. I just loved uh the whole field and the expression of the cowboy music, and uh, another little backstory is that my dad was a very, very accomplished yodeler. I think I mentioned oh, that really? the other night at the Bluebird. Oh yeah, he was huh. one of the best. And uh, he not only did he yodel every chance they'd let him at the Grand Ole Opry, but also as a, a featured artist in uh, the Marty Robbins Roadshow. Sometimes, uh, most of the time, Marty would uh, give him and Bobby Sykes, the other harmony singer, uh, a, a slot in the middle of Marty's show. And that's usually when Marty would go and change clothes, you know. And then right. uh, right. yeah. my dad would do three or four songs, and Bobby Sykes would do three or four songs. And uh, but, and anyway, with bells was uh, probably one of the best versions of that song that I've heard anybody do, Slim Whitman, you name it. I mean, my my dad, you know, could hold his own, you know, with, with wow. any of them. Uh, although, was it Elton Britt? I think was a very accomplished yodeler that my, my dad turned me on to later on. And he he was my personal favorite was uh, Elton Britt. I mean, and then and my dad as well. But
5: uh, yeah.
6: my dad taught me how to yodel when I was about twelve years old. But it took me a long time to develop. I'll, I'll say the courage, you know, to do it in front of people. Yeah. Right. Uh, this song I, I wrote as a tribute to all the great cowboy singer songwriters. As well as my dad, you know, and that's including Marty Robbins, of course, because uh, he, he was primarily—I say he was responsible for exposing me to the cowboy music. Outside. So this of is Saturday, a Saturday
0: morning too. Saturday, you know. Saturday morning, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a great song. Mm-hmm. It's Rosita. Donnie Winters, our special guest, we will be back in a moment on live from Nashville. <laughs> Great, I great song, it. great. You know, I, I can and I can hear a little Marty Robbins in that song, yeah. certainly. And oh, of
6: uh, course, oh, yeah, a lot of it
0: yeah, was. the yeah the last I was at the last Saturday night at the Ryman for the Grand Ole Opry when Marty was performing that night, and I uh, too. such yeah such. Well, I should have run into you too. You know, but uh, and then we went out, then we went out after the show. We went out to, um, uh, what was it, the Pancake Pantry out near Vanderbilt. And uh, Marty and a couple of guys had, yeah, had come in there to to eat. And we got to visit for just a minute with him that night. So that was kind of cool. Wow. Wow.
6: Well, I was going to say that I'm also hosting an open mic right across the street from uh, the pancake pantry a little uh, club called uh, the villager tavern
0: yeah yeah I, I do saw that yeah, yeah. i won't you be have some absolutely day. great guests down there for for yeah, your writers yeah. nights as well so but oh, you've yeah. got
2: a you've got a gig coming up this weekend don't you uh actually
6: it was this past monday and oh, okay. as we're speaking, this past Wednesday uh, at the oh, okay. Commodore Grill. Um, Monday I, I did a uh, a feature, which was uh, just myself. I was a solo set, and then uh, this past Wednesday, I I, I did a, uh, a round with two other songwriters. Oh, wonderful!
0: And Man, we got to uh, get I'm, out I'm more. more. We got to get out more. I I'm know we K. need
6: to. I've got some more coming up, but I would have to uh, uh, go to my phone and, and check my calendar to see what dates they are. But I think they're later later in August at, at, All right. at Commodore. Okay. I don't have well, any De- actual. Debbie
0: yeah, Debbie <laughs> Champion does a great yeah. job putting on those Commodore it events, does. and uh, yeah, we've been privileged to come and do some rounds uh, quite a few times. I haven't done any this year. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't called her and set up anything, but I'll have to do that going into this last to. part of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really, I really enjoy the Commodore. So, if our oh. listeners are listening, and if you're in the Nashville area, hit the Commodore Grill for the writer writers rounds there, and uh, and Seven and then uh, yeah, it's great. It is great. And then Donnie's Villager Taverns writer's rounds, and those are usually on Sunday nights, aren't they? Yeah. Every
6: Sunday, 7 to 11.
0: 7 to 11. So Mary Kay and I are going to be down there on a Sunday night to visit with you and see that as well. Yeah, we need to um, come on. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. So this next song, Donnie, is "Dusty Winds," and uh, oh. this was this was uh, Cowboy Joe Babcock. Cowboy Joe one, Babcock he? wrote this. Yeah,
6: he sure did. Uh, first time I heard that was on an album called "Portrait of Marty," Marty Robbins, and uh, I fell in love with it. And like I said, I was just I was a young kid when this album came out, and I've loved the song my whole life, and and I just decided I wanted to do that on this album.
0: Well, it is a great this song. Is,
6: this is my own arrangement, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it uh, is it's this close to that. Yeah, it's it's funny, because uh, I remember calling Cowboy Joe Babcock up, and I said, Cowboy Joe, we've started a new uh, Western Music Association in Tennessee. And he said, look, can you call me back? He said, I'm in the studio recording.
5: And he was, <laughs> at that
0: time, 90, 90 years old. And I thought, yes, yeah. sir, I'll call you back. But uh, still active, <laughs> and still, I'm, I'm still just, performing.
6: It's still performing to this day. I'm so impressed. Uh, he's always been one of my favorites. I, I knew him and, and still know him. Uh, you know, from the time I first met him, he's always been one of the Nicest Guys, one of my favorite songwriters. And uh, the fact that he wrote so many cowboy songs for Marty Robinson just uh, has always impressed me.
0: Pretty amazing. And like, but this is uh, like, Dusty Winds and it's Donnie Winters. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: That's the...
6: Wow.
2: Oh, wow. Very, very nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a cool song.
6: Well, so, thank you so much. Like I've been... always
2: loved that one. Do yeah, I? it's a great song. Have you spent well, a lot of time out on the road? Do you um, you know, when we when we interview our guests, sometimes we ask them if they can share one of their favorite stories of life on the road.
5: Mm. <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't <laughs> been
6: on the road in a long time. <laughs> uh, uh, other than uh, a few gigs that I've done with my brother over the past couple of years And, yeah. uh, I, you know, honestly, nothing really jumps out at me <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> other than yeah. opening,
2: That's a good thing <laughs> Opening shows,
6: you know, anything other than just opening shows for for some really wonderful people Um uh,
0: Yeah do you have a favorite? No. Do you have a favorite person that you opened to show for, and and maybe something that was humorous when you were out with them?
6: Well, my my two favorite bands that we opened up uh, a lot for was Marshall Tucker and Charlie Daniels. Yeah. And, oh, that's uh, so cool. And I guess the coolest thing was uh occasionally they would ask us to come out and sit in on one of their songs with them and uh that was always a treat but uh as far as you know anything standing out no it was all pretty much you know um i i i hate to say run of the mill but it was uh yeah. <laughs> you know just an everyday uh, occurrence because i mean, we kind of settled into it you know and no, i got you. Uh, oh I bob, bob Seeger uh, we opened a show for bob Seeger and uh one of the real treats was they were taking a little long for their sound check and then uh the middle band would come back and do their sound check uh after he did because he was always first but uh we did like a six six day run with him and this particular time we were on the loading dock, sitting on our cases, won't you know, waiting to take our stuff up on stage, and and Bob came back, and uh, this is back in, was it uh, the was what, that big album that he did?
1: Uh, God, I
6: can't think right now, but it was it was one of the more popular ones in uh, the late seventies, like a rock. And uh, was it uh, Blame It On Midnight? And what was the other song off there? But there, there, there was some really big songs on this album. But uh, he came back and he sat in and talked to the band and our road crew like we were old friends. And oh, wow. uh, it, it just it just did my heart. Cause we we really he was one of our heroes too. You know oh, and. Wow. Uh, it just really did my heart good, you know, for him to come back after taking so long and he kind of apologized. And uh but but like I said, he just you know, he was just so cordial that uh just a like good I, guy. I, I do remember that, you know. Good guy. And it was good wonderful, guy. yeah. Wow uh, Levon well, wow. Helm, Wow, we we uh Levon Helm was a middle band on uh Charlie Daniels run we did On Long Island and upstate uh, in the Northeast, one time. And I said that was a treat for me because I was always a big Levon Hill fan. Uh, Other than that, opening for Marty Robbins a couple of times, you know. uh, Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. We we were Southern Rock, and there was such a contrast between that and. And he was more traditional country and, like I said, the Western, but he always kind of saved a lot of his Western music for the, the later in the show, you know.
5: You're right, but, uh, right.
6: That and, you know, getting to work with my dad. And, uh, dad even came out with us a few times when we were doing some uh, headlining ourselves. And uh, that was a treat, you know, to... To get the, How
2: special have to our have our dad that.
6: out there with us. And we would yeah. always
2: feature him
6: as well, you know, as a, as an artist.
2: Of course. And
6: uh and then he would sing mm-hmm. harmony and uh he'd play acoustic the world, guitar. Oh. It meant the world to us, you know, just it was a family affair, kinda kinda of like my granddaddy's band all over again. Yeah.
0: But, oh gosh i guess working uh, i guess i guess working with Charlie Daniels had to be kind of a special thing. He was such a oh, neat you guy know
6: it. we used to call him the godfather of Southern Rock and uh <laughs> there was i mean he was outspoken if anybody crossed him, you'd know it immediately <laughs> and uh but it, on the other side though he was one of the most cordial. And uh nicest guys you'd ever want to meet or be around. Uh yeah, he took my brother and myself under wing, uh just like we were family, you know. And, yeah. Uh I, I, I could never thank him enough for all that he did for us. He he was, well, he his, was the best.
0: Yeah, his, his loss a couple of years ago was, was uh pretty pretty oh, yeah. pretty well felt. People around the globe really miss old Charlie Daniels, but uh anyway. oh, I agree you are such fun to talk with, and uh we're gonna have to get together a little bit more often, you and Paula and uh we're gonna have to have you come over to the house because. We had a bunch of musicians over here not too long ago telling road stories. And once once one person tells a road story, then that brings up another road story for yeah, somebody man. else.
5: And,
0: and a few of well, them, a few just, of them you could even that. tell. Uh, you could even tell on yeah, the radio, yeah. you know. Some of them you can. Yeah. Some of them you can. But anyway, oh, it's a lot of fun. If,
6: if I'm in that environment, I'm sure it can jog some memory, you know. <laughs> but it's like, sure. you know, when you. When you're, when you're asked to, to bring up something or recall something on the spot, you know, I don't have time to think about it, you know, and, <laughs> and nothing really jumps out at me oh, until, until we talk about stuff, you know.
0: Well, yeah, and after yeah. this, you will think of one. You will think of one after yeah. this. So well, next time know. we have you on the show, you'll have to bring that up. Well, listen, for our audience around the world, tell us how we can find your music we can visit your website and uh and, and check everything out about Donnie Winters. Well
6: currently, uh the only place really other than if you come see me live, I always have some copies of my C D. Uh you okay. can find me on YouTube, just uh look up my name, Donnie D O N N I E uh Winters W I N T E R S. Be sure to put the S on there, because if you don't, Dang. you get Johnny and Edgar Winter. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, you can also order my CD from, uh, and as well as some of the other merchandise you were talking about earlier in my wife's picture books, but at my website, com. Okay. And it's all lowercase right. case letters. Uh, and that, that'll take you to my website, and I'll I'll get my wife to help me update it, you know, as soon as I can. I used all to right. have show dates, but I think the last show dates I have listed are from about six years ago.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you can always catch uh, catch them at the Commodore uh, and, and check out their oh, their yeah. uh, listings there to see who's playing when and where and uh, and then visit the Villager uh, Tavern and uh, the writers there you go, writers round so a lot of fun. Well Donnie we're going to close well, out this segment with uh, if I'm lucky, anything you'd like to tell oh us boy. about this before we go?
6: I'll, I'll make it brief but uh, I wasn't always able to make my money playing music so once I got married and started having kids, I had to get a day job. And when I did, I got a job uh, framing houses as a frame carpenter. And I built, uh, helped build quite a few houses out in Bellevue and uh, the area that I live in. And uh, the car that I was driving to work, uh, one day the uh, rearview mirror just fell off. And it startled me because I never really had that happen before. And it took me a little while to find that special glue that you got to have to put it back on with. But I got a song out of it, and it goes a little something like
0: this. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a listen. If I'm lucky, Donnie Winters, thank you for being with us today. You have been a joy.
6: Yes, Thank you so much. Thank you, Jerry and Mary Kay. I have thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: I have. Oh, all right, good. thanks a lot. All right. If I'm lucky, Donnie Winters will be right back. <laughs>
3: pass this way again. I was born the son of a rambler. I've got gypsy in my bones. Playing guitar I will come. The people feel what lies within. And if you're lucky, maybe someday you will play for them. I don't with a mirror.
0: Donnie Winters, if I'm lucky. And Mary Kay, this was a fun, fun show today.
2: It really was. I loved the music.
0: Well, it's so much fun getting to know our guest a little bit better, and uh, and Donny is such a neat guy, and his wife Paula, and so uh, it was great to get to visit with him. And then Christy Kalen calling in from Texas, and and she's a neat gal. I'm looking forward to meeting her in uh, November. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, she'll uh, be
2: at the IWMA conference, so that's cool. That's right.
0: That is right. But anyway, it has been a fun, fun show today. And uh, we appreciate everybody that's been listening around the world. Remember, you can listen to the Campfire Cafe, which airs live on Thursdays, followed by Saddle Up America. That's all at noon Central Standard Time. And then, of course, live from Nashville, that airs on Saturday. You can hear all of these shows on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Our website uh, for all the podcast spots, just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio and you can find us there. But anyway, thanks for listening today. We talked a little bit earlier, Mary Kay, about the fact that there was a tribute at the Grand Ole Opry the other day for Merle Haggard. And so one of the performers for that was our good friend Susie Boggess. She's done a great song from her album, Lucky. And that is a yeah. tribute album to Merle Haggard. But this one is the one we're going to close it with today called Sing Me Back Home. And, uh, oh, darling, I'll see song. you shortly, okay? Yeah.
5: Thanks to you yeah, for listening
0: will. to Live from Natural.